production of WordSouth and Pioneer Utility Resources. Story Connect, the podcast. Helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. What can your telco do to increase your visibility in the community? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect Podcast. My name is Andy Johns, your host with WordSouth and Pioneer, and I'm joined on this episode by Kurt Grunling, the VP of Marketing and Business Development for Waitsfield and Champlain Valley Telecom, the marketing savant from Vermont. Here he is, uh, Kurt Grunling. Thanks for joining me. Oh, thank you, Andy. It's great to see you, and that was quite an introduction. Well, that name is not copyrighted, so if you need to put that on a shirt or something, you can, you can have at it. Um, I wanted to talk about your session uh, today. Uh, we're, we're here at the uh, NTCA Sales and Marketing Conference, kind of the center of uh, broadband uh, marketing for uh, the, the broadband world uh, today. And I want to talk about your, se- your session, uh, one of your sessions, which is amplifying um, your, uh, your brand across the community. So tell me a little bit about, just a preview for those who aren't here, uh, a little bit about what, what the session's about and what, what kind of you're hoping to communicate. Absolutely, Andy. Uh, so that session is, uh, uh, we, we've got panelists from the Foundation for Rural Service. So, so uh, Pam Becker, who's our executive director, will be kind of kicking off the session, myself as the, the board chair this year. Um, and then we have uh, uh, three great speakers that are each going to talk about how they use uh, the Foundation for Rural Service programs to complement what they're already doing in the community. So we're going to talk about community grants, we're going to talk about scholarships, we're going to talk about youth tour, we're going to talk about um, a virtual living room program, and then all the uh, various tools, white papers, uh, telecom glossary, etc., that companies can use you know, to help position themselves in their uh, communities and just really amplify their efforts of what they're already doing, right? The FRS programs aren't meant to be competitive, they're meant to be complementary, and, you know, the foundation for rural service, right, is is everyone's foundation, right? It's all all the NTCA members. So there's there's some really great programs, and you know you learn best from your peers. Yeah, and I think that's that's what everybody's been talking about here at this conference. Is you know this conference was canceled or went online for two years, and so everybody's back here learning from each other. What uh, have you talked to some of the panelists, or do you know what are what are some of the things you're going to be sharing, or what are some ways that you guys uh, up at Waitsfield Champlain have uh, are, are working with FRS? No, absolutely. So the, the the timing is perfect because our community grant application window is going to be opening in the next uh, uh, couple weeks. So uh, those will be awarded uh, in the fall, but the application process starts now. So it's good timing to remind people, like, hey, here's what it's all about. Here's some of the great projects, and uh, we got some folks that are going to talk about some of the specific projects that you know over the last decade, you know, plus that you know they've they've worked on who they partnered with in those communities. And it's really an opportunity, obviously, to engage different nonprofits, you know, back home in your rural community and, um, you know, see, see, see where the need is. I mean, obviously, with, with COVID and the pandemic the last couple of years, you know, many different areas, you know, in a community have been hit pretty hard, right? Nonprofits, et cetera, some, you know, differently. So, and every community is unique and those needs change but as a as a reviewer over the past few years it's just been astounding to see the need and some of the great projects that frs has been able to help the telcos fund right yeah there's a lot of needs out there and a lot of good work being done uh by a lot of good folks and and have a resource like this tap into is, is fantastic so you mentioned something there and i don't know how much you want to go into it but um without giving too much away um, if somebody's looking at those grants, you have been a reviewer before. Uh, do you have any broad or general tips about what what they might ought to be sure to 
to include or focus on or, or what are some of the things, um, not asking for a cheat sheet, but some of the things that maybe have set folks apart in the past when they're, they're submitting those? You, you, you know, you like, any, like, like anything, right? It's, a, it's telling that compelling story, but we all as marketers are pretty good about doing that. We do that each and every day with our, uh, you know, with our, with our companies, with our products and services. Obviously, you guys do a very good job of, we, of doing that. We've talked about storytelling on this podcast a time or two, yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it's really all about that storing te- uh, storytelling and just making sure you, you know, dot, you dot your I's, cross your T's, you know, as part of the grant application. But we're not there, you know, to t- catch, you know, people doing anything wrong, right? We're there to, 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 to help. And it's always, right, there's always, unfortunately, we wish we could fund them all. Sure. But many companies use this as a process to collect those from their communities, from the nonprofits to see what the need out there and then wind up funding many of the others that don't get funded by FRS on their own. That's true, because once you have that pool coming in, um, that's smart. Um, so let's talk about a little bit. If folks are not familiar, and I imagine you know, FRS is pretty deep in the industry, most folks are, but say somebody's new and they're listening to this, um, what are some things you think, uh, either some ways that you guys are working with FRS at, um, at your telco, or some things that, that you've heard people are kind of surprised, oh, I didn't know they did that. Um, there may be some things out there FRS does that they don't know. No, that's a great point. Obviously, we have our all these different core things that we do, the scholarship programs, or like the community grants. Uh, the Virtual Living Room is a unique partnership uh, uh, with, with, with CoBank, uh, who's been, been funding them. And we do still have money available, funds available, but that's specifically for to develop what we call a virtual living room in, in your rural community. So that is, you know, a room, a safe space. It could be a library, a VA. Uh, there's there's uh, a few spun up throughout the country, but a place where veterans can come and access, you know, a fiber optic network, you know, where they might not have that broadband connection at home, but tie into their, the, the VA uh, Connect program and, you know, have some of their virtual appointments with the VA. So that is, you know, a somewhat unique program. Like I said, there's still money available there. If they need more information, you know, they can contact Pam at FRS or, or you know, myself or any of the board members, right? And we'll get people going in the right direction. The other piece I think is, that that's important to talk about is the different white papers that we've done, you know, year over year. Sure. And those full, have been full disclosure. We Word South had helped with with one of those, at least abs- one of those. Yeah, so. absolutely. Um, I think that was two or three years ago. That was a, that was another great one. And those are still timely, relevant information that as we're going after different funding or educating different, whether that's your town, your county, your state folks, your congressional delegation. You know, those tools come in very handy to have those white papers that are doing a deep dive on, you know, timely relevant topics. So let's talk about the communication aspect of it, because you're, um, you know, obviously you've got a lot of experience in marketing communications. Um, It can be tough to talk about the good work that you're doing in a community. So if you're a telco and you get some of these grants or you get, um, you know, the the virtual living room or scholarships, it could be a little, you know, I've heard people say, well, we don't like to toot our own horn all the time. Um, What what have you learned or or what what thoughts do you have when, when something does happen like this in terms of telling that story for your company to your community? Well, that, that's a great question. You know, there's a lot there to unpack, but you know, I, I, I truly believe we're all doing good in our communities. It yep. doesn't matter whether you're a family-owned company, whether you're a cooperative, uh, you know, or a public-traded uh, commercial company, right? We're all doing great things in our community, and it's all about the customers and the communities we serve and making sure they're connected. So, you know, I don't look at it as bragging. I'm looking at it as you know, we're partnering with different people in the community, you know, and, and oftentimes, right, 
that lens can shift, you know, especially, I mean, if it's a scholarship, if it's a, if it's a community grant, you know, that nonprofit telling that story as well, right? Where it's, it's not necessarily self-serving, but they have a compelling reason to tell the community and others why they're, you know, that they just won this great, amazing grant, right? Know, whether it's technology, whether it's for, you know, building a playground in the, in, in the community park or whatever that might be. Right. So, so that's always right. You can, you can partner with your partners, so to speak, to, to help tell that story. Sure. If it feels weird to talk about yourself, then have, have somebody else do it. Find a way to, to get that done. Great. Well, last question I had for you, what, what advice do you have if there's somebody, whether it's through FRS or something else, and there's somebody maybe who's, who's telco or utility doesn't do a lot uh, in the community, what advice would you have to, to them if they're, they're trying to take those first baby steps of getting started? Uh, come talk to any of us, right? Okay. Uh, any of the board members, any of the folks, we can, we can point you in the right direction, tell you what others are doing. And, you know, Andy, I mean, you and I have been in this industry for, for a while, right? We learn from our peers. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, he is Kurt Grindling. He is with Waitsfield Champlain uh, Telco up in Vermont. And uh, thanks for joining me. Yeah, appreciate it, Andy. And we are here. We've got a couple more episodes we'll be recording here at the NTCA Sales and Marketing Conference. Until we talk again, keep telling your story. Story Connect is produced by WordSouth and Pioneer Utility Resources. Both companies are built to share your story. Our associate producer is Sarah Wooten. Story Connect is engineered by Lucas Smith of Lucky Sound Studio.